you need to night you need to go and shop around for like men's like beauty products just for the the um the going because mm-hmm. not even to buy anything but just to like the comments are kind of funny then the names of the products are kind of funny like they got a powder named Bala, B-A-L-L-A. <laughs> so then it would be dope if like Lamar, Lavar, what's, what's the father name? Lavar Ball. Like he just came out with a big ball of brand ball cream, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and they might as well, cause the sneakers ain't doing all. I don't know how great the sneakers are, but I mean the company's still open, I guess. The t-shirts look bootleg as hell too. They do, man. They do that. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Episode 61, 61 episodes deep. And not an episode goes by where I'm not joined by my partner to the right, my dog, my man. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What's good, everybody? The breaker of chains, Keith of House Cornell. Recorder of podcasts, (laughs) slayer of dragons, drinker of Starbucks, man, what's good? How many episodes you got left for that G.O.T.? They got left for that G.O.T., I should say. Game of Thrones. How much we got left? We got two more episodes left. Who's coming down to Tomorrow's the, the penultimate. Sunday is the penultimate episode. Okay. And uh, I just I just named it so now people know what day it is. And they're putting the pressure to release the podcast, but... Ain't no pressure. Ain't no pressure. Tomorrow's the, the, the penultimate uh, episode. Everybody got their money on who's going to die or who's not. And then uh, that's it, man. Just two more episodes. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, I don't know. HBO's... What's HBO's track record when shows are ending? Uh, like the the wire didn't end that strong, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like like it, it was good. I won't lie, it wasn't terrible. But the the you All know right. what I mean the final final wasn't that strong. Sopranos was actually good. I like Sopranos. Um, some people, a lot of people didn't. People like, didn't like the last moment, but I yeah. think the last season was pretty good. Yeah, but I like I like how the last moment of Sopranos was like question mark. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you knew, I I thought I knew what happened, but it was still left up to uh, people's opinion. It's like that uh, dress that some people thought it was gold, and then some people thought it was blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how, as far as how to see the season, I mean, honestly, it's not as good. Like it's not strong, but I don't think final seasons are built to be strong. I don't know a, a show that like the final scene probably Breaking Bad, and that's all I could think of. Like where it was just like. Diesel, like it just came, it hit hard. Oh, did it? Did it? Did it end? It, the like the final episode ended uh, as good as some of the others. Breaking Bad. Yeah. I mean, I, performance wise, like numbers, but I just felt I don't know, but I just felt like the the season itself of Breaking Bad, like most shows when they're trying to wrap up, they're doing just that. They're wrapping up, so like things are like kind of going down a little bit. They're trying to button things up, and sometimes there's no. You know, there's nothing move, trying to move the... It's the only season for any good show where they're not trying to move things forward, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's shows that the same. Like, they're winding things down. They're going back in time and, and reminding you of certain plot points that they're saying, all right, we're going to button this up now. Weakest final episode of all time, in my opinion, is Seinfeld. 
I like Seinfeld as a show, but that last episode was weak sauce. Was that the court case? Was the court case the last episode, or was it? Yeah, it was the court, but it was like a flashback episode also. Like, yeah, but they were, that's when they were in court, or, or they went to jail. Yeah, basically it ended like that. Yeah, day. that was that was really weak. That I think that's when. I was like, yo, I mean, <laughs> let's hurry up and get to this cast dinner. Yeah, man, that, that was, it was like a cheat code, like, that. Like, you know, every show, uh, at least old shows, would have the episode where they, they do the cheat shit and they um have the flashback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Seinfeld did that in the final episode. Yeah. And that's kind of, in the final two episodes, because I think that court case land, lasted a couple episodes. I think they stretched it, made it an hour long, two half hour episodes, if you watch it okay, yeah, on the reruns yeah, yeah. and shit, yeah. Yeah. Damn, I've never seen, I never watched the final episode, final season of Friends. So I don't know if that ended good. Some people didn't care for that show. I liked it. I didn't watch that show because Friends was on at the same time. Did it run the same time as Martin? No. Well, it started around probably, the same They time. probably like, um, yeah. Overlapped. Overlapped a little the, bit. Or, or the Jamie Foxx. There was too many black shows on for me to watch Friends. Like, you know, I think the writer Friends was out when we were in middle school, right? Yeah, it started, yeah. I remember, yeah, a couple like episodes airing when we were in high school, though. That was the first time I learned about race because, you you know, you have one group of friends you talk to about uh, fucking um, Martin. Then there's other, you know, I go to marching band and everyone's talking about friends. I'm like, what the fuck is friends? (laughs) What is for? What are y'all talking about? Now I'm like, anyway, so, yo, you remember all Martin, man, that goes, you know, get the draws, got the draws. And everyone's like, what, Keith? What is this nigga talking about? (laughs) What is he talking about? Anyway, so Chandler, right? <laughs> Fucking um, I didn't notice till recently. Larry David, he didn't like Friends. He had uh, he had an issue with it because people would like, I guess, kind of group them together. The show came on back to back with Seinfeld, and mm. people would be like, "This is NBC's comedy. This is NBC's big night of huge comedies." And he was like, "No, nah, no, they're kind of piggybacking off of our success." <laughs> well, this is, you know, but. NBC knows what they're doing. It's like HBO, uh, the premium channels do that shit. They uh, all channels do that shit. But right now, I'm only watching premium TV, so I, I don't know. And I I don't know how true this is too, but I don't know if you remember there, there was uh, uh, the character's name. I think it was Benya or something like that. He was a comedian that would come on after Jerry, and mm. like uh, when Jerry would get off the stage, and Jerry was like, "Yo, he's he's piggybacking off of my laughs." Like. Right. <laughs> people like him yeah the, the the rumor is that character is like a, a representation of friends and that, that like that's larry davis way of like dropping like a sneak diss on him yeah that's the, funny yeah the character was annoying and shit like that but uh man we get right into the tv talk man how you doing dog <laughs> i'm how, good man how's I'm life good. man life good yeah life is good how's the you birthday know? the birthday it was, uh, it was laid back yeah we went to a french restaurant uh, yeah, man. I mean, I had an old man moment like the night after my birthday. Like, I, I didn't even have a liquor hangover. I had a food hangover because my digestive enzymes, they just ain't working like they used to. Had a big dinner. What'd you eat, man? Maybe, it's, maybe it was the meal, not the enzymes. <laughs> What'd you eat? Could be, man. I had, uh, what we have? So, we started the day off. I had a, a cocktail and a beer, and we had uh, six oysters each. So, that was at one spot. And then we went to another spot. We had. Mussels, lots of seafood, mm-hmm. lots of shellfish. We had some mussels in a butter sauce with a white wine butter sauce. You know, a bunch of uh, baguettes on deck. <laughs> then we had some couscous and chicken. 
And then ice cream and crepes. It was nuts. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. It, it was nuts. <laughs> Once you mix the seafood with the dairy. <laughs> yeah, man. And then I, I woke up at like 4 a.m. and I, my belly was still full. I just had to walk around until everything kind of just like fell into place. Your nigga was like, your belly was like, nigga, we 35. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much what happened, man. And when, like five years ago, I started getting heartburn and shit. Yeah, I had my first bout of that like recently too. That shit, I was like, oh, this is what niggas is talking about. <laughs> this is what yeah, them, man. this is what them Tums commercials is about. Yeah, so I started taking uh, digestive enzymes. I, 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 I didn't want to take just keep popping Tums and shit like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I've been to the doctor. They gave me some some pills, and that it actually worked. But I didn't want to take pills for a long time. So I'm seeing if I can change my diet. It was my birthday though, so I had to take a cheat day, but. I try, I try to cool it out. Try to take it easy on the red wine and, and the coffee. Just getting older, getting older, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thought process change, man. That's good though. All in all, you enjoyed the day. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was straight. That's good, man. That's good, man. Just gotta celebrate these birthdays. It's my new, it's my new outlook on life, man. Celebrate it's a blessing. Some people didn't make it past 2018, so you know you gotta celebrate making it this year. You say it's a new outlook? It wasn't an outlook before? Nah, nah. You were shit. I said that last episode, man. You <laughs> listening? I was like, how uh, before I, I, I never really did nothing for my birthday. I kind of just let the day go go by. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like let it breathe. So I'm trying to not 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 to say that you got to make a big deal out of it because something that always used to bother me. I don't know why. Like I always go back to like just being in high school. Remember when girls would show up and get the balloon balloons? Or, yeah, take but, that shit on the bus. Oh man! But then, but the slightest thing could ruin it if they day just didn't go perfect. <laughs> they just like this bitch is trying to destroy my day. Like, <laughs> like yeah. no, it's just Tuesday for everybody else. <laughs> so it's like I always want to be like anti that. Like, why not not try to make the perfect day because any little thing could just come and try to ruin that day. Just kind of like just go with, go with the flow. And I guess as I got older, that just kind of gave it uh, grew into uh, just not really caring and just kind of just letting the day be another day. And I'm just like, nah, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's a blessing. So. Definitely, man. Happy for you. Glad you got to uh, enjoy it with wifey. And uh, yeah, man, you man. got your day coming up. You started planning for it. Um, uh, it's weird. It's, it, it falls on Memorial Day, so I'm ninety five percent sure um that I'm I'm not working that day. Um, but you never know until they, they call you. Be like, nigga, you work exactly. You never know. They might throw throw a curveball at you and shit. Yeah. Well, I did work on my birthday though. Yeah, but um. And then, and then I'm also uh, I was telling somebody this like I was like I'm gonna I'm do it for my birthday, but I'm not a big crowds person. I'm not a big like wait, wait somewhere to eat. You no know, for a long amount of time, type yeah. of person. And then being the fact that it is a holiday, I feel like I can I could probably go to like a barbecue or something like that. You know what I mean? On that day of, yeah. and then probably go out to eat maybe the day after, and it'd be like the wait be twenty times less or something like that. So, um, right, right, yeah. I'm kind of just playing it as we go along. All uh, right, yeah. But I do have a couple, uh, you know, goals and things that I want to have, um, have you know, purchase. You know what I mean? So, yeah, just working on it. Gifts to self. All right, all right. You got the wish list going. Got the the, the list on Amazon popping. Right, you got to man. You got to bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man, but it's um it's Mother's Day. Happy uh happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, you know what I mean? Show some love to your own mother, a, a mother you may know. You know what I mean? Just. Everybody out there, and, and it's rough. Some people like Mother's Day is rough for them. You know what I mean? Like, um, one of my coworkers, he was like, because uh, you know, like we work, we 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 um, we're a warehouse for a supermarket, so we have a lot of like floral orders in 
preparation of Mother's Day. And he was like, mm. damn, why we got so many floral orders going on? And everybody looking at me like crazy, like Mother's Day coming up. And he, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, it is Mother's Day. Damn, I guess I would know that if I wasn't adopted. And I'm like, dog. He said that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dog. <laughs> Yo, that's like a, uh, that's like a little sad, like sad comedy, like like dark comedy. <laughs> I'm like, no, you would know that if you looked at a calendar. What that got to do? <laughs> like, damn. He he took it. He, he has a curveball. He brought the mood all the way down. I'm like, damn. Because like you didn't expect the sentence to end like that. It's like, yo, I would have known that if I wasn't wasted. <laughs> And I, but that's not the first time I've heard comments about anti Mother's Day comments from people who were adopted before. Not so. I mean, everybody to each his own. Some people probably like it. Some people probably don't. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh no! And another what was it? This lady. Uh, it was like you know cashiers, Keith. You know, you know your beef with cashiers. Yeah, you know, I don't like it. <laughs> this lady. She was talking. This was like last month. We talking about Easter and whatnot, and we just like um, just holidays coming up. You know, the warm weather holidays. And she's like, yeah, Easter. Easter's big, and I'm like, yeah, you know, we got Memorial Day. And she goes, oh, yeah, well, yeah, before that, we got Mother's Day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Mother's Day. She's like, yeah, my mother passed away a couple years ago. I'm like, miss? <laughs> like, <laughs> why did, did you bring it up to tell me that? <laughs> like, I ain't, I ain't bring up Mother's Day. Like, damn, but, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel your loss, you know what I mean? Definitely condolences. <laughs> but, damn. Crazy. Shit. It happens, though. People deal with grief, with grief, with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, grief is a, is a crazy thing, man. It just rewires, yeah. rewires your 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 brain. Like you can't think the same. Sometimes you'll never be the same. Even small b- grief, like breaking up or something like that. People like the you know like I guess they didn't you know in the winter time around here people be be indoors so they they're not just chilling outdoors. So people used to seeing me with two dogs. So now they see me with the one dog, and they they always ask, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I try to breeze right through it, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, passed away early this year, definitely. But I feel like the, I, I feel like the, the responsibilities on me to bring the mood back up at that point, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, you know what's funny? Like you, you kind of go, and this is like a, more so a dog commentary, like, and well, and then losing a dog because I lost, you know, I lost, I lost my dog, yeah, and like you don't realize how much that shit becomes part of your whole. Uh, persona like yeah exactly yeah it's weird and and you don't realize it like you know because you just that's what you do for for years you just you get up in the morning you walk them poop pick it up throw it away come in feed do your thing play with them whatever and like this is just your day and then something switches and then people are like, wait, well, something's weird here. And then ask you about it. You got to explain it. You know hold what I'm saying? So like, hold my on. Dog, what, what looks weird here? Hold on. Give me a second. Yeah. Did you lose weird. weight? So like my dog, like people started seeing me walking alone now or they don't see me in the morning. They're like, where's the big dog? And like, you don't know. Like, you don't know what the first, the first thing to say is like, well, um, you know, like, so I'll be honest, like sometimes I even say like, yeah, I, I sent them down south or something like that. But it's weird, right? Because that's yeah. what you, the, a lie you tell to a kid. And yeah. I, don't, I can't just say like, listen, he's dead. He went off to the farm. Yeah. Yeah. Or I would say something like, I sent him down south for a little bit or, oh, uh, like you sent him away. I'm like, yeah. Or, and then some people assume that he bit somebody and I have to send him. And I'm like, yeah, that's what happened. But I just don't feel like talking about it. So, I mean, clearly I didn't fully deal with it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm doing a lot better now. Motherfucker starting a conversation. He be like, he's dead, nigga, shit. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, you know, happy, excited to see him. I'm like, bitch, you better. 
Because yeah. I don't live in Harlem no more, right? So, but sometimes I'm there for work. Okay. And like I'm just there walking. I might go to the corner store, get me a bottle of water real quick. And somebody just stopped me, like, where the big dog? And it's like, yo, man, I, it made me realize how much like you know you never you don't I don't even know these people's faces. They yeah. don't stand out to me. Yeah. But it's like they know you. So there's two things to that. Me being from Brooklyn and having that PTSD, I'm like, damn, niggas is watching. <laughs> I'm hot, baby. I'm hot on the block. <laughs> so that's the one side of it. But then the second side of it is like, damn, man, like you realize how much that dog becomes part, like part of your hip. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like literally, like if imagine you had a big one of them three pound tumors on the side on your side, and like people. Like, they don't say nothing. They know it's there. But they don't say nothing. But damn, nigga, look at your rib. Look at that tumor, nigga. But then you get it cut off. You get it removed. And people be like, damn, nigga, something's, something's up. Mm-hmm. So that is, that's real interesting. But yeah, man, that grief is, is different. It is. It is. Shit. But uh, yeah, to say that, it's a happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Tell everybody yeah. out there. To <laughs> so all the people who lost dogs out there, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Day. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Um, yeah. It's May. We're flying through, man. Life. I'm doing something new, man. I think I told you about it, but I, we never brought mm-hmm. it to the podcast. But I'm doing something new. I'm trying to um, challenge myself every day to kind of step out of my comfort zone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Find something to just step out of my comfort zone. Um, it's been going well. I like it so far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so. It was uh, inspired by, I was listening to a uh, a podcast host, and he was just talking about his his challenge that he was doing for himself, um, I believe for like eighty days or something like that. Um, just it's simple stuff, but but the things that he was doing, they they uh, they seemed good, and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some of that, but it wasn't necessarily his focus or his goal wasn't necessarily mine. But um, it's just one of those things to just kind of build more discipline, you know what I mean, and and understand that. I guess something I noticed in myself was like a. a, a I was drawn to the comfort. I was drawn to comf- comfortable shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was drawn- As is everyone. Yeah, yeah. And like, I didn't want that to turn into something where I'd be, have like a magnetized attraction to the easy, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and before you know it, now I'm just, I'm going out of my way to avoid challenges. Um, All right. A quote that I seen Jamie Foxx uh, say years, years ago was, you got to you got to challenge yourself daily. And it was a workout magazine. It was like men's fitness or something like that. But And he might have been referring to it as that, but he didn't He didn't specify. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you just got to challenge yourself um, on a daily basis. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm finding myself in a situation where I'm, I'm complaining about this isn't where I want it to be and that's not where I want it to be. And it's like, you know what? Let me, let me try the opposite. Let me start doing the stuff that I dislike doing. Like, we'll take working out, for instance. You know what I mean? The, the workouts that um, I... I Avoided the most. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, damn, that's the stuff I probably should have been doing. You right. know what I'm saying? And and your and then the stuff I like doing it was just you know causing me to plateau. Um, so how do you balance that? Because you know people feel like that happy life of people who's like you know just just do you, bro. Like who would say do what makes you happy or do whatever you like or whatever. Right now you're saying do what you don't like. So how do you balance that between? It's weird. It's a struggle because one thing, um, I, like I only been doing it for about a week now. So I'll tell you as time goes on, and I'll probably talk about it with uh, my therapist. Um, have my third session this week with her, but um, it, it's not really a balance for me yet. I haven't found mm-hmm. the balance. It's, and my mood was affected. My mood was definitely in a uh, crabby kind of grumpy kind of kind of mood at the mm-hmm. end of the week, but. 
I guess the thing that kind of uh, balanced that out was I looked back and certain goals that I set out for the week were achieved. You know what I mean? So, okay. Yeah. Um, like uh, Friday, my daughter had a um, caretaker's uh, like breakfast. You know what I mean? It was like a Mother's Day breakfast, but they didn't want to call it that. <laughs> so it was like you know caretakers and guardians. Equal opportunity, man. <laughs> breakfast. It's finally, man. There's a bunch of men who started marching. <laughs> <laughs> and like um, it was funny because I have three days off in a row, but two of those days I went to work and just did some overtime. You know what I mean? Just on the grind. Obviously, I got goals that I like. I said I have for my birthday coming up, and just in general. So I was like, all right, let me go do that. Um, get my hustle on, and. By the time I picked her, this was on Thursday when I had picked her up from school, her teacher like mentioned it to me. And they, you know, they have an app where they put the announcements out on there. And I happened to, uh, I, I didn't really take time to look at it. I seen the little announcement, I didn't look at it. And she's like, Hey, are you coming tomorrow? Her teacher asked me that. And I'm like, Coming to what? And she's like, Oh, we got the breakfast, you know, for parents and, and, and this and that. And I was just like, I'll let you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll see. Zippity doodah, bye bye. Because <laughs> at that moment in time, I was like, I don't want to do it. I, it's, it's, I want to just stay home and get whatever work done that needs to get done. And if anything, relax maybe for a few minutes. And I was just like, I mean, up to literally the moment when I dropped what I was going to drop her off, it was still kind of up in the air. And then I just got there and I'm looking at all the other parents there. And I'm like, yeah, I can't have a little mom out there by herself. So <laughs> I ended up going, but it felt good. You know what I mean? I felt like I did something and it's a sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like you got to, what would I have gone home to do? You know what I mean? I would have got some work done. Yeah. But that's more important. The work yeah. is still going to get done. So. I was just about to say that uh, a lot of times when I skip out on stuff and I say, well, I could be somewhere else doing this, that, and this. I never get this, that, and this done. You know what I'm saying? I might get one third of that done, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then I get one third of it done. And it doesn't put me that much further in life, whereas I could have went to that wedding or went to that event just one hour of my life like one hour is you can get so much done in one hour depending on how you do it mm-hmm. but also you can like it's not that much it's, it's weird it's weird in that way just one hour of your life to do something that could mean a lot to a lot of people mm-hmm. like it's, it's interesting in that way you know what I'm saying how do you spend I guess it's a question a conundrum like how do you spend that time do you do it yeah, do no. you, you, working on checklists or, or tasks your task list or like just enjoying a moment exactly and in family um as you know you know you're married is one of those things where it's not like you can't necessarily put it on a spreadsheet you know i mean you can't exactly put a value to it and be like all right time spent with wifey time spent with my daughter is equal to this is one of those things where you might not know how much that means to that person you know what I'm saying? Right. But you do it because, you know what I mean, it's it's one of those things. As opposed to, I could have worked on my radio show, you know what I mean, and, and been like, all right, well, now I'm 70, uh, 75% done with the show as opposed to only having 25% of it done, you know what I mean? Um, right. But no, it was, it was it was things like that. I um I sat down and had a one-on-one with my landlord and um just literally talking to him about real estate, how he got into it, what his advice would be for someone looking to get into it. And mm-hmm. things like that, and that was that was big for me. Like I've never done anything like that before. I've never done something where I'm literally just sitting down in my living room talking to him about what he's done and why he's done that. And it's just little things like that. Like uh, mm-hmm. is this sales dude came by the barbershop and was talking to us about life insurance, and um, you know how like I think you mentioned like how focus groups people tend to follow the group. So mm-hmm. people started giving him their like information, like here's my number, here's my name, and I knew I wasn't interested in anything at the moment in time. 
But I was just like, everyone else is writing their name down, and, and I did it. So then, you know, he's he's a salesperson. He's an aggressive sales dude. Um, he's, like, from the South. He kind of, like, had a uh, um, Yosemite Sam type of accent. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, he, he called me the next day, and even as he called me the next day, I still knew I didn't want to do it, right? And I'm like, he's like, yeah, I could come by Wednesday. We could uh, do this or that, da-da-da. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, sure. Set it up, set it up, da-da-da. And then I, like, called him back, like, five minutes later, and I, I had the uncomfortable conversation. I'm like, you know what, dog? I'm not really interested in anything, <laughs> to be honest, and, and this, that, and the third. And, and like, I don't want to, like, you know what I mean, waste your time, waste both of our time. We both got stuff we got to get done. And he was cool about it. He respected it, you know what I mean? So, All right. Yeah, just, it's really just doing the uncomfortable stuff. Um, and then just working out, doing uncomfortable workouts, I'm trying to drink more water, uh, about a gallon a day. You know what I mean? So it's just little things. Just try to challenge yourself, man. Read, all that shit. Yeah, definitely, man. Like you realize all the stuff you quote unquote don't want to do, you'll realize it'll pay off. Yeah. And it it, it 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 is just the mentality of um, I guess knowing that having discipline and knowing that goals got to get done, and you can't control all the elements. You can't control your supervisors or your boss's attitude but you still can't let that affect everything you know what i mean you gotta control the controllables you could if your your supervisor's a dick you gotta control what you can and that's how you receive that dickishness <laughs> how you receive the dick like that's how you that's what you can control you know what i'm saying pretty much yeah yeah man but uh yeah so that's just something i've been doing i'm working on it. i'll keep y'all informed let y'all know how it's going um, shit. What else? Yo, I don't watch Game of Thrones, man. But I've, all that week, I've been hearing about this Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones, bro. <laughs> yeah, you, it was a a big stupid deal. But did you, you see know what it? it was? Did you see it during the episode? Nah, I didn't see it. But uh, you know why? Because it was an episode. It was a celebration, mm-hmm. and people had cups of stuff all over the place. Okay. And then it was in a dimly lit room. Like it was, is a yeah. It was a pretty dimly lit room, and. A moderately lit room and it was just this cup on a table like you kind of had to zoom in and there was so much going on and the camera wasn't on it for like crazy long yeah but the fact that it was there was just it's, it's somebody fucked up you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing is that it's too late for them to get fired because the show is done it's done with you're done with all that shit yeah. I wonder if some angry producer is going to ruin that person's career. <laughs> now, listen, man, this is the nigga who did the cup thing. Uh, don't hire him, please. He works for craft services. He works in, <laughs> I think it was a craft service. I don't know if it was a craft, the craft service dude who did it. I don't, they said that the, the nitpicker said it wasn't even a Starbucks cup. I think it was the cup of somebody who's um, like the craft service company or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, it was just, it's fun, you know, in Game of Thrones world, if you're into it, like, it's just another little piece of news, just kind of fun, and just in between all the rumors that they had and stuff like that. They also had a moment in season, actually the first, the season premiere, excuse me, the series premiere, the pilot of the show, they had a dude who was just, like, an extra, he just walked by in a Patagonia jacket and uh, and some boots and shit, some old Red Wing boots. <laughs> Wait, oh, he was just dressed normally? Yeah, it, yeah, it was kind of normal, but like it was so fast that you just think, oh well, they're outdoors. He's wearing an outdoors thing, but he was wearing an outdoors outfit mm. for like 2015. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> Shit happens, bro. Especially when you got that many people working on a set. You know what I mean? Shit yeah, happens. but he had long hair. Like it mixed in so fast that yeah, when you got that many people, like so this season of Game of Thrones, like they have like some of the biggest action scenes, mm-hmm. if not the biggest action scenes that has ever been on TV. 
and it's like they made a mistake during a it was like the after party for the battle okay and that's where they made the mistake so it's funny like you nailed it on like the big shit but then it's like this little thing like you you fucked up on so yeah, I, I read somewhere they're estimating that Starbucks got 2.3 billion dollars in free advertising from just people talking about it alone. Yeah, and it <laughs> wasn't even a Starbucks cup. That's insane. That's like 20 Super Bowl commercials, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they'd even do shit. That's like when luck is just on your side, I guess, when you got a business, right? Yeah, and then um, Amelia Clark was at the Houston Rockets game where they got their ass bust by the, the Kevin durant uh Golden State Warriors. GSW. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got... They, yeah, they, caught a, they caught that gunshot wound for real, nigga. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Without Kevin Durant, but anyway, she was at the game and the the mascot came and handed her a Starbucks cup. Yeah, she uh, yeah, no, that's that's a pretty big deal too. She had courtside seats. Yeah, yeah she know. she probably don't watch basketball. She's from England and shit. <laughs> She's like, bring me to a football game. Then they bring her to some old Buffalo Bills game. Not this nigga. I'm talking about football. <laughs> that shit was crazy, you know. What was it the clutch? I think is the the mascot's name, which I only know because of State Farm commercials. <laughs> Just yeah. sh- shout out Chris Paul. Yeah, shout clutch. out to Chris Paul putting man people on man, putting the damn mascot in commercials now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, he walked by, he did a little uh. Stopped and dropped his coffee cup thing and made a whole big deal. That's dope though. That shows how just big of a uh, how big her celebrity is, how big the show is. Uh, because Beyonce and Jay Z were at the same game and like that was the the headline: Amelia Clark and uh, Beyonce at Rockets Warriors game. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, Beyonce obviously a Houston native, so yeah, Houston got their ass beat in front of a lot of celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> Without Kevin Durant, James Harden be disappearing. He be like in, yeah. these, in these pivotal games. He, be, I think he just runs out of steam, bro. Yeah, man. I, I just yeah, it, it, he does a lot for that team, man. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to call it, man. I think Chris Chris Paul's hamstring held up, but like he just <laughs> he's, he's about to be flabby and sick, Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody we thought hopefully you know I mean to go to Game Seven that the Rockets could uh could pull out the comeback. Yeah, man. Let, let me see how old Chris Paul is. How old is Chris Paul? Oh, this ball got to be uh. 30. I just asked Siri. Chris Paul is 34 years old. Yeah, that's what I was, that was, that was, that was shooting for. And gets paid a ton of money. Takes up, oh my gosh, so much of that cap space. <laughs> that, all that money was really for this year. Like, it was... Pretty much, yeah, for that window, pretty, yeah. Yeah, like, they paid him that money. So, nigga, protect, they paid him and his hamstring all that money. <laughs> The Rockets weren't able to pull out the uh, the comeback, but you know someone who did have an uh, awesome comeback this week? Tyra motherfucking Banks. <laughs> Where did My that God, come man. from? Tyra Banks, all of 57 <laughs> years old, looking fantastic. What is up with these mid-50s <laughs> hot-ass women? <laughs> like it is, 50 is not what it used to be. You see um, uh, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, nuts. Christy, Christy Brinkley. I, I don't. I don't know. That got to be plastic. That can't be real. <laughs> I don't know what is going on out here. But Christy, Tyra Banks. She's she's in that the Sports Illustrated too. I think she was in um, last year's with her daughters. Insane. She old as hell, man. But damn, Tyra, that that cover. <laughs> Ain't no, I don't even know what to say to that. It's Tyra Banks. She's not married, right? Mm, I don't know. Oh damn. I just, Chris, 
She has a kid. Chris Webber let that go. <laughs> like, damn, man. Shit, Tyra. Doing the damn thing. I mean, and obviously some of it's Photoshop, some of it's filtered, but damn. <laughs> She's doing the damn thing. I don't, even say. To, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> that's it, nigga. There's no punchline <laughs> to that. It was just. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. What is that? So it was 1997 was her original cover. So that's 22 years ago? Or 20, yeah, right? 22 years ago? 25 don't years me, ago. Don't make me do math right on. Oh, uh, yeah, 22. Uh, 1997? 22. Yeah, yeah, 22 years ago. Well, 25 years ago, on this hair date, a very classic Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode aired, Keith. Yeah, <laughs> Not that's, sure. the, uh, that's the father one, right? Why he don't want me? Why he don't want me no more? Ben Vereen. Yeah, man. Speaking of Fresh Fresh Prince, Tyra Banks was on the Fresh Prince. Tyra Banks was on the Fresh Prince. Oh yeah, she yeah. was. Oh yeah, she had a little like re- recurring role. <laughs> yeah. Tyra yeah. Banks is doing it big back in the, the um. I mean, aside from the modeling, I mean, the modeling thing probably helped out, but the acting, yeah, because she was a higher learning. Yeah, she did a pretty good job too. She had a death scene. <laughs> yeah That is crazy For a fucking model Yeah man That is nuts But yeah, yeah I forgot Tyra Banks' character On the Fresh Prince of Bel Air Hell yeah She's a pretty big character too Hell yeah Motherfuckers hyped Every time she came on Yeah man that, Yeah the uh, That's a big Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode so I guess it's the saddest Fresh Prince episode People seem to remember that uh, Became a, a Carmelo Anthony meme <laughs> really? Why don't want me? <laughs> Why no teens want me? <laughs> Man. That was big though for Will. I remember. I remember when the, when the first prince would get serious and the shit would just end. <laughs> it would throw throw my whole Thursday night off. Word <laughs> that uh, the the joint when Carlton took drugs and Will got shot. <laughs> yeah, Will got shot. <laughs> shit was crazy. Nigga moved to Bel and got shot. <laughs> <laughs> so I should have stayed. I should have stayed in the hood. That's nice, bro. But nah, uh that's a big that's a big episode. Um did Will Smith did, he did a lot of acting work before then, obviously in movies and stuff like that. But they that I guess they they say that one showed his acting chops. You know what I mean? He broke up and he broke out in tears. I'm like, didn't he play like a gay dude in the movie <laughs> before Seven that? Seven degrees of separation, I think. Uh, yeah, like he's dumb. Obviously Duke can act. Of separation. Yeah. I mean he can act, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh his, his accent, he, he, uh, his accent work is, you know, ain't strong, but no. he's good. <laughs> we, we talked about but, that on a previous. Uh, yeah, we talked about that before. Man, he played some kind of Trinidadian Jamaican dude on uh, in Concussion. <laughs> some Trinidadian Jamaican dude from Ghana. <laughs> what's the other? What's, you know, what's the other? The other memorable Fresh Prince moment is the the last episode. He's like in the in the apartment. Oh, I'm sorry, in the mansion alone. That was dope, man. Actually, that was a good meme. Which, because that, because I feel like that ended just like Martin. Martin kind of ended the same way. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I think that's a that's a fair ending, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just everybody leaves. Everyone and what they they separate ways. You know, live life. I mean, that was the whole point of the joint to to raise children mm-hmm. into adults and have them do good stuff in the world. I think that's kind of to me that was a satisfying ending. Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. That's that's how you end a TV show. That's, 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 I mean, people. Uh, people don't give the Cosby Show props, but the Cosby Show ended kind of good too. Who? Somebody graduated. Was it? No, nah, it wasn't. Uh, who graduated at the end of the Cosby Show? Maybe it was Theo graduated from college. I think. Yeah, I think that's actually what it was. Yeah, he graduated from like grad school or something like that. Nah, that's dope. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, that's how you that's how you end the show, y'all. <laughs> that's how you end the damn show. But let's talk about uh some TV shows that ain't gonna have no no endings. <laughs> they not gonna have no series finales, Keith. Nah, man, you talking about a couple black shows? Uh, is it black shows? I mean, it's, it's all types of shows, but yeah, a couple black shows on this list. Uh, mm. The newly released uh, network cancellation list dropped this week. Mm. Um, let's talk about a few. Let's talk about a few. Let's start with Fox. Um, Fox has stated that they're obviously renewing The Simpsons, which for some odd reason just can't end. <laughs> uh, the Mass Singer is coming back. Um, 911, which I think stars Angela Bassett, is coming mm. back. Um, Family Guy, which is I, I'm a fan favorite of Family Guy. Um, Empire is coming back. Empire's Let's go. been re- shout out to Jussie. <laughs> Empire's been renewed for another season, but uh, a couple shows are not coming back. Um, and they star black people. <laughs> um, well, well, I, I don't know the young lady's name, young black girl, uh, with with Mark Paul Gosler on the show The Passage. That show is mm-hmm. uh, canceling. Uh, the Gotham. Are you, call, co- are you calling that a black show? Because this is no, no. I was, I was, I was. I'm saving the black shows. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Gotham is ending. Uh, they're canceling that. Had a nice little series run, but I guess they said it's time. Like UFC, it's time. Um, cool Kids, starring David Allen Greer, canceled. <laughs> yeah, man. I was. Uh, I never watched the show. But as soon as I saw the commercial, I just said, that shit's getting canceled, dog. <laughs> you could tell, right? And I was that like, shit, that's getting canceled. That shit, I, I seen a few minutes of it, and I was like, yeah, this shit kind of weak, man. Like, David Allen Grill is funny as hell on uh, the Carmichael show, but then this- I loved him. I, yo, David <laughs> Allen Grill is my favorite comedian. I think I, I told told my, my mans my mans and them on a the group chat, I was like, yo, David Allen Grill, I've always loved him. Ever since uh, Soldier Story. Maya Angelou on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know it's funny. I can't find that shit anywhere on YouTube, yo. I'm like, yo, what, they erase. They be scrubbing history. shit. SNL be scrubbing shit. So um, maybe Maya Angelou complained about that shit. Like I will sue the fuck out of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yo, she or flatter kid. Or Fruit Loops. <laughs> yeah, yeah Maya Angelou or Fruit Loops complained about that shit. Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops. Loops of fruit. Yo, man, I was, oh, gee, yo, they scrap, yo, and it's funny, right? Because now we lament about it being on YouTube. Like, all it only lives in our memories. That's Me and crazy. you are probably the only two niggas like that. It's the that video is only in our brains. <laughs> and like, no, yeah, I like, think that's I, how I think people that, live. That's how people live for years. They just told stories, right? They handed down these these fables from from family to family, <laughs> generation to generation. That's and our our kids like. Mercy, that all she'll know of David Allen Greer and Maya Angelou is that your stories and your fucked up impersonation <laughs> of your impersonation of David Allen Greer impersonating Maya Angelou. Fruity Loops. <laughs> loops of fruit. That shit did not exist, Dad. <laughs> well, That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Cool Kids. <laughs> Nah, but um, yeah, SNL be scrubbing shit all the time because Shania Connor when she rips up the uh, picture of the Pope, yeah. you can't find that. No, you can't find that. Um, Eddie Murphy didn't. I'm pretty sure they had an Eddie Murphy transvestite uh skit where they were making fun of him. You can't yeah. find that nowhere. Um, a bunch of shit. I didn't see more than that. But uh, back to shows being canceled on Fox. Uh, as, along with that, Cool Kids, uh, Lethal Weapon starring um, what's my man's name? Damon Wayans. Mm-hmm. Senior. That's they cut. 
Yeah, and uh, Star, starring Queen Latifah. That's crazy. I thought that would have lasted. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was kind of riding the Empire wave, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's right. And I guess Empire's wave ain't like all that. Yeah. Crazy no oh, more. And Rel. A former- I liked Rel. But you know what's funny? There's a um, comedian, Gary Owens, that that um that white dude who is, you know. Yeah, I don't care. The, the white dude who dates a black woman? No, it's more than that. Like he, a lot of a lot of black comedians, they don't like how, I, I guess, quote unquote, he's acting black, shit like that. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that dude, he was like, he has, I think he has a radio show, or a podcast, or something. He's like, uh, you know, Rel, the show, I think is is dope, blah blah blah. blah but I think it's going to get canceled. And this was like, I don't think a, a episode was released yet, or maybe just a couple episodes was out at the time. He said, I think it's going to get canceled. But mostly because of politics type shit. Like, it's not the type of show that endures on TV, he says. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was interesting. I was like, I I kind I see where he's coming from. I thought Rel would at least would get a second season. Mm. Yeah, man, Rel. Uh, I've never seen an episode of Rel, but from what I hear, it was pretty funny. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I, 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 think, I believe they tried to get it on the wave of the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Uh, like uh, it is premiering after the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> the first yeah. episode of Rel. Exactly, and I think it, it was you know he he himself was riding the Get Out wave, and then he had the um, Bird Box. And um, what's the movie? Kyrie's movie. Uncle um, Drew. Uncle Drew, and he had a, a like a two three episode cameo on Insecure. On Insecure. Yeah, remember that? And he, he he's coming off of the Carmichael show. Now Carmichael, Carmichael just didn't get picked up either, right? Carmichael, that was a good show, uh, man. Uh, to my understanding, I mean, the way I understood it was more like a lot of politics negotiation type stuff. I don't think it was a case of you, you got to go, dog. I think it was more like, oh, they were trying know. to tell him certain things there, yeah, like to do, like you can't air this episode about shootings. Yeah, a happened. lot of yeah, that stuff. He wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I remember that. He's he's always on LeBron's show, um, Jared Carmichael. Yeah. Um, NBC, NBC. They said they're bringing back uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is cool. Brooklyn Nine Nine has found new life on NBC. Yeah, man. They, Fox canceling. What's up? What's up with Fox, man? Well, Fox canceled it, and then <laughs> and then NBC revived it. Well, that's because of uh, Lauren Michaels and um, homeboy. Uh, fuck. He plays Peralta on the show. The main character. They got yeah, They got uh, a relationship. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg, yeah, yeah. They got yeah. their relationship. Law and Order SVU, SNL. of course, is coming back. Of course. That and The Simpsons, they won't let that shit die. <laughs> when some shows go off, TV's just over. It's the, it's the apocalypse. It is. All the Chicago shows, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med, coming back. Um, Good Girls, which uh, stars that, that the, the oh, damn, I forgot her name. She's the, the black comedian. She's hilarious, though. She used to be on um, Parks and Rec. The black and, uh, one, yeah. She oh, was yeah, play- yeah. I know. I don't know her name. I don't think anyone yeah. knows her name. But she's funny though. She on. She's on that Good Girl show. Amazing. Yeah. Um. However, they are canceling Marlon. Damn, rough, rough, <laughs> rough year for the Wayne's brothers. <laughs> yeah. Marlon's getting canceled. Um. That's about the only black show on this list. Damn, they're not canceling much. But <laughs> yep, Marlon's catching. But but. Keenan is getting his own show. That's awesome. I, I know a lot of 
people, and when I say people, I mean black people are excited about Keenan getting the show. Yeah. Particularly black people who were born before, let's say, 1983. Like, they like, yeah. Because uh, cause they seen it from all that? <laughs> oh, Keenan Thompson? I thought you meant Keenan Keenan Waynes. Oh, no, no, Keenan Thompson. No, from SNL fans. Oh, yeah, it's called, it's, it's, oh well, yeah. then in that case, not just black people, but just people who born between 1984 and 1991 <laughs> are pumped about it. I forgot about Keenan Ivy Waynes. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. Because you, uh, yeah. you said the Waynes is having a bad run. Yeah. Uh, Damon and Marlon. And you said, but Keenan got a show. Nigga, you got to put context to that. I know. Bro. I totally forgot about Keenan Ivy Waynes, yeah. man, of Living Color fame, man. And the Keenan show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Keenan's not going to uh, come back on SNL? He is. He's going to stay on SNL. That's crazy. Well, that yeah. makes sense because um, A.D. Bryant, she's another really good. She's on SNL. She's doing a Hulu show. I don't okay. know if it's a full series or like is it a mini series or one season kind of thing, but she has a show on Hulu. And um, yeah, she she's still on SNL. I haven't heard about her leaving, but Keenan's had a long run. Like when you look at classic episodes, like before HD was out, like Keenan was on it. It's crazy. I remember people was like, oh, damn, homie from all that done popped up. Now he's like household name on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, his show's going to be produced by Chris Rock and um, Lauren Michaels. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing and directed by Chris Rock also. Um, it's about to be. It's gonna be about a uh, family comedy. Keenan Thompson strives to be a super dad to his adorable girls while simultaneously balancing his job and a father-in-law who helps in the most inappropriate ways. So they trying to re- recreate um Blackish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. But Andy Garcia is, I think, is the father-in-law. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So it might be a mixed, a mixed uh, race type of thing. Like Blackish. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to mix-ish, to mix. Mixes, which is another show coming out. <laughs> ABC, um, bringing back Blackish. Which, damn, I mean, Blackish, is, <laughs> Blackish got a good run. Uh, Grey's Anatomy's coming back, which they just, they can't end that shit. Modern Family coming back. It's another one who's got a good run. Um, Modern Family's not, I thought, I haven't always still on the air. Yeah, yeah, they're coming back for the 11th and final season. That's funny. You know, it's funny. Uh, the other day, so I have a Google Pixel phone, and they have a feature where you could use uh, John Legend as your voice assistant voice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I was like, oh, check this out. My, I was telling my niece, she's 15. She's turning 15 on Sunday. I was like, look, my phone has, I could like, it has John Legend's voice on it. And I, I demonstrated it. And she's like, is John Legend still alive? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like the nigga who sing ordinary people. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Like, damn, man, how old am I that she thinks that? Like in my head, like John Legend is still in his late twenties, and she thinks he's dead. Bro, that Fresh Prince episode was twenty five years ago. We old as hell. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, damn, what the fuck? Yeah, man, we have doctors treating us. That's that wasn't even born before that Fresh Prince episode and shit. <laughs> Shit's nuts. My accountant, my accountant never saw never saw the, the courtroom episode of Martin, man, because <laughs> niggas too. I'm sorry, I don't know these shows that uh, ABC is canceling, but I don't think I don't think it's any black shows. <laughs> so Blackie survived. Yeah, fresh I mean, off fresh off the boat. Still what other black shows on ABC? Uh How to Get Away with Murder. Oh yeah, okay. Well, Black Star. Because I I I don't think the whole cast is black, right? Nah, but yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and yo, uh, Grey's Anatomy is kind of black on the low. 
<laughs> like Grey's Anatomy got mad black well, characters. Well, the um the show creator Ava is that Ava DuVernay who created that show, and also no nah, Chandra Chandra Rhymes is a. Uh, Damn, it's fucked up, man. I did the whole, they all look alike thing. <laughs> <laughs> I did the whole Hayden Francis thing. Like, that's crazy. My bad, y'all. My bad. That's, that's me. That's on me. <laughs> that's Ava DuVernay making that shit. <laughs> Oprah she did made, that shit, right? Oh, bro. Yeah. The nigga who made Get Out. <laughs> Damn. Nah, um... But, but, uh, ABC's uh, gonna have Mixish coming out, which is, uh... I guess the prequel to Blackish. Um, That's man. dope, man. They got they made that shit into a franchise on some old Marvel shit because they got um, Grownish. Grownish. Mm-hmm. That's ABC Family too, right? I think it shows on that channel. One of those. It's one of them joints. I don't know some shit that yeah, I gotta pay extra to get. Yeah, honestly. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that and then how they do a mixish. If they bring on another one, man, that's huge for the cult. Yeah. Huge for the culture. Huge for that show creator and. And huge for everyone, all of the bigger stars on the show, because I'm sure that they're going to have like a little, have their hands a little bit in each of those shows. Yep. Kenya Barris is uh, writing this one. He is uh, a producer as well. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross, producer. Lawrence Fishburne's a producer. And Anthony Anderson, you know, he got, you know, he got to get that money. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't letting that go. But uh, basically, it's going to um, be set in the 1980s and stars uh, Erica Himmel as a young version of Rainbow Johnson, character played by Tracy Ellis Ross in the flagship comedy. Uh, the show will see Rainbow recount her experience growing up in a mixed-race family in the 80s and the constant dilemmas they face over whether to assimilate or stay true to themselves. So, yeah, it's going to be, uh, should be interesting. They just And they just won a ton of, like, NAACP awards. Word. <laughs> so. And that's 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 got a good run. I'm trying to see anybody else. Uh, anybody else got to get the the cancel treatment? Um, I don't watch it on the CW, so I don't even know if these shows have uh, <laughs> but, but Jane the Virgin yeah, getting canceled. That entire section of the CW <laughs> and UPN and shit. Just skip it. <laughs> UPN still the station. <laughs> skip all that it. shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, that, that's that. Yeah. And CBS, I don't, I don't I see. Oh, Big Bang Theory's ending. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but that was planned though. They they like that was Oh, they knew it was they that, intentionally okay. did it, yeah. The, yeah. the Big Bang Theory was huge for them. As long as Cedric's Cedric show come back, the, the What's Cedric's show called? Um The Neighborhood. Yeah, oh neighborhood's coming back. Neighborhood's renewed. Yeah, man, that's a good yeah. show. They got Schmidt on it. What's the show that Damon Wayne's Jr.? Life in Pieces, I think, right? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a bad year for the Waynes. Like <laughs> Life and Pieces is on the cancel list. Damn. Oh no, no, no. Life and Pieces though. That's not the I don't think that's the Damon Wayne show. Yeah, and people was talking about uh, a comeback of In Living Color. And I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it'll be very timely. You know, cause something like that, like you have the idea of it and then people just interested in it. But if the stars are busy or they don't have any will to do it, then clearly it's not gonna happen. But mm-hmm. I feel like all this stuff is fortuitous in the sense that Everyone's getting fired. They're like, oh man, we need a job. What are we gonna do in living color? Yeah. No, I think uh oh wait, hold on. Let me see. Happy Together. That might be uh Damon Wayne's Jr. show. <laughs> he might he might have got the, the yep, Happy Together on the cancel list. One season. Damn, rough rough year for the Waynes. That had Shorty from uh, the Carmichael show on that. Damn, rough year for the Carmichael cast too. <laughs> Damn. Oh yeah, that yes. Oh yeah. I his like girl that. his girlfriend was on that show. Yeah, she damn, they got the cancel cancel treatment. 
Yeah, Alan Greer, Pharrell. They should, the Carmichael cast and the Wayne should all come together. Yeah, and <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, they got renewed. They, they, that season just started. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tiffany Haddish is winning, man. She's winning. What is that? That's um, The Last OG, right? The Last OG, yeah. Last OG, man. She holds that show up, honestly. Hustle Man, he's cool. I, I feel as if he's the bigger name on television, like or the bigger resume. I can't say bigger name. Don't get him started. Remember when he was hating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, get him started like again. I think it was like in, in, what's the word? Inadvertent hate. Yeah. Don't get that boy started again, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, yo, uh, let's get to the, the, the meat and potatoes of this bitch, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you if you've been on the internet anytime in the past, uh, shit, last week, you got to know Aisha Curry was on uh, that Red Table Talk. Shout mm-hmm. out Jada Pinkett Smith. You know what I mean? Was she on the freshman? Yeah, she was, right? I believe so. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> well, no, no. You're thinking about um, Different World. No, yeah, but I didn't know she had a cameo. I think she had a cameo. Oh, she did? I know. What must have been small, though? Or, or maybe I'm thinking Jasmine Guy. Damn, nigga. You did, a, you <laughs> the, did Jasmine. the same thing I just did. <laughs> wow, you just named every black like young actress at the time and said, yo, yo. who's one of them? Not for nothing, Will Smith had every black actress on that show, bro. He had Queen Latifah, he had Vivica Fox. I think he did have, he had the whole cast to set it off on that bitch. <laughs> he had, uh, what's the other lady? Um, oh, man. Oh, shit, I forgot her name. We it's like one of them three, I think she's she one of the people with like three names, like an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I don't want to say the wrong name. Kimberly Elise Neal, but I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> It might be though. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith, but shit, she's been doing it for a minute though. I remember her fucking um Kimberly Elise. I fucked up because yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. You yeah. know, Elise, I think Elise Neal's a different person. <laughs> she might have been on the Fresh Prince too. Damn, Elise Neal's a, just another <laughs> black woman. I just smashed the names together. Yeah, but Kimberly Elise. <laughs> she got three names like an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, man, Jada Pinkett Smith, she bound, uh I like I like when people take their careers like it, it uh evolves with them. You know what I mean? She's doing the red table talk now. Mm-hmm. People come up there, they keep it real, they keep it a buck. I don't know if they if they getting uh, a little tipsy when they up there, but people be opening up like motherfucking Barbara Walters <laughs> to like. Uh, I think Jada the, the, it's filmed in the crib, so I think it just has that vibe of opening up, and yeah. Jada Pinkett just has that vibe. I think a lot of people have. They're just gifted in talking in that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett being the mother to adults. I think all the kids are adults. Yeah, they're pretty old. Oh, they're pretty know. old or late yeah. teens or something like that. They probably could drink. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then she yeah. had a long marriage where they dealt with challenges and stuff like that. So, And they're still um, together. And yeah, but it, like, well, that's a good therapist, right? That's the sign of a good therapist if they can just get you to open up and in yeah. regular conversation. Like she listens, she listens, and and just her own experiences. Even though she's not a trained therapist, life has just trained her. You know what I'm saying? Like she has mm-hmm. a stepson. She has she has a relationship with the with Will Smith's ex. Like yep. that, you know, her mom is there. Like all that shit. Like it's you know. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Gives a perspective. But, um, so she had Aisha Curry up there, Steph Curry's wife, uh, cook. Does she have her own cooking show? I know at one point they were talking about mm-hmm. that. I don't know if she actually does she. Okay. Um, I've seen her on several cooking shows though. Um, and she's you know, just mother of three. 
You know what I mean? Doing her own thing. And she's talking. She was opening up. She was being honest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can we be honest in 2019? Can we just talk? Or it's got to be... Have you? Can we take our cool off like Andre 3000 told us to? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she took the cool off. She said, straight up, man. I'll read the quote. Something that really bothers me and honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, they're all all these women like throwing themselves at Steph. But me, like in the past 10 years, I don't have any of that. I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then I begin to internalize it. And I'm like, and I'm like, is something wrong with me? I don't like it. I'm sorry, I don't want it, but it'd be nice to know that like someone's looking. And the internet decided, all right, let's just run with this thing. <laughs> yeah. Let's start a bunch of memes. <laughs> let's do what the internet does. And let's just act a damn fool for a couple of days. But you know, oh, you know, put all the jokes aside and Naisha Curry's not is, is is not the hardest target to uh to get at on on social media. Um I feel what she's saying, and I don't necessarily think there's anything nefarious with that. Um, I seen one comment at, was that was along the lines of, and I'm um, I'm trying to remember it. Uh, as a woman of God, Aisha Curry wants attention from men. SMH. <laughs> I'm like, come on now. She ain't say all that now. <laughs> she just said she don't feel like male attention. You know what I mean? People love it, getting that at religion in that way. Like, oh well, you supposed to be like. A woman, a guy, like why are you? Why do you want this? Or per, a man of God, why do you want nice clothes and all this type of shit? Like it's they do it in such a simple way that it's almost idiotic. I seen Megan Good, who I think might be like married to like some type of preaching dude. Um, she wore like a Catwoman outfit, and people were like, "As a woman of God, you celebrating Halloween in that type of outfit?" Right. <laughs> like, yo, what are y'all talking about? But whatever, man. Like, how you feel about the Aisha Curry comments, though? I get it. I get it. Like, no matter how fine you are, like, there's always this insecurity, especially, like, once you deal with relationships and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's weird. And, and the husband, and I'm sure, I'm not sure, but I'd imagine Steph is doing his job, but it's like, it still exists, and you gotta kind of, as, as the companion, be attentive to that kind of stuff and keep feeding the, the love tank. They have that, that concept of the love tank from that book, mm-hmm. The Five Love Languages, where it's like, there's certain ways you feel love. You got to keep getting that love to the point where it's like, all right, I feel satisfied. But then that starts dwindling and you got to get it f- filled up again. And it's nothing on Steph, but it's like you feel, especially when you're young, you want to know that you still got it. Every old sitcom had that episode of the married guy who takes his ring off for a day just to see if he still got it. Mm-hmm. And it's true for men and women. It is, it's, it is that feeling. I mean, clearly that's a dramatization, dramatization of that phenomena but I, I i see it like sometimes you wonder you know what i'm saying like you see you it might be late at night i don't ever go to the club no more but i might be driving past one then you just see the line you see some fine chicks you wonder man if i got out of my subaru right now would any of them want me <laughs> you know what i'm saying if i pulled over this ford fusion right now <laughs> how many can i pull American car right now right the fuck now and then put and toss the baby seat in the trunk like would anybody think i'm cute like you want to know you want you just well one you wonder and you would like for it to be true so even her married to one of the most admired guys in the world and he's showing you love and you got kids by him and He's always shouting you out, and he he's faithful. He's a man of God, and all this type of stuff. 
Like, you want to know, like, I wonder if I still got it. Like, if right now, if I was just had a, a hall pass for a day, would I be able to do it? Of course, for her, the answer is yes, because she's really pretty. She's cute. Smart. She's probably got a cool conversation, all that type of shit. She but, can cook like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> the whole cooking business and stuff. And still, you wonder, like, do I, do I got it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now... I'm curious if I still got it. I'm scared to death I have to go out there 35. Gotta figure shit out. Gotta. It's scary out here, though. <laughs> it's, scary. <laughs> it's scary as hell out here, man. Yeah, man. Like, you want, like, you know, I, speaking from the marriage standpoint, or, you know, I haven't been, like, truly single. I haven't, I've not, I don't think I've been truly single in my 30s. So I don't know. And I don't wanna know, like, do I still got it? You know what I'm saying? Because then it's like, what if I do? But I wonder. You know what I'm saying? Like right well, now, it's, it's, you, you said a couple a things there. Of stability. So yeah, you said I a couple wonder. things there, though, to dissect. Like, mm-hmm. imagine you dating in your 30s, even if you like, if you were still single, it, it would be totally different in your 20s. Just I can tell you that from personal experience. It's done differently now. Right. It's, life is in a different place. You know what I mean? Places where you met women at before, you're not necessarily frequenting now. Um, a lot of things are digital now. You know what I mean? We, we were at the... Uh, we were on the frontier of the digital front, the digital mm-hmm. dating front. You know what I'm saying? But it's 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 it increased with leaps and bounds. Uh, you know what I mean? Now on top of that, um, it, it, like so for someone like Aisha who's been with with Steph since what high school or uh, I believe there or at least college. Like it, it, I couldn't imagine her getting back out there in the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. Plus you got three three kids, but um, she also has the things that she has to deal with on top of that with like the celebrity of it all. You know what I mean? Like she, she feels like everyone's looking, but maybe they're not looking for those reasons. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So she, she's, she's more so going to be focused on the eyes looking at him, and she might not even be seeing the eyes looking at her. Right. You know. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure people. She's an attractive girl. I'm sure guys check her out all the time. But it's also too your boyfriend's not. Oh, sorry, your husband's not a dick. So guys aren't trying to disrespect him. Guys aren't trying. Like I remember. Um, and I, I, I don't know if this was happened when they were together, but Cardi B said when, when her and Offset had broke up, there were mad celebrities out there, like, climbing in her DMs, trying to say, yo, I'll take you out to dinner, I'll take you here, do this and that, you know what I mean? And maybe that just might be a representation of how people feel about Offset, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Well, you see how um, Kodak Black disrespected. I remember one of, one of our friends said, yeah, there must be tons of... Tons of dudes who's out there, he just happened to say it. I'm like, well, yeah, but he said it in a very greasy kind of way. The, uh, <laughs> he said Lauren it. London, I think. Yeah, yeah. He said it on Facebook Live. Like, Even if someone's thinking that, yeah, why would you so go out? It seems extra disrespectful to say it. Right. You know what I mean? And, and that's, 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 there's no possibility, you know what I mean, of for, unfortunately for her to get back with the dude that she was with. Whereas if Steph Curry and Aisha Curry break up, there's a, a huge possibility they could get back together. You know what I mean? Um, just because they have a family together, but it's it, it's a lot of it, it, it's. I don't think she's wrong. I personally, I, I have a kid, and you know what I mean. Sometimes you're out with your kid, and you're like, I feel like I would look totally different right now if I wasn't walking around with this kid. She has three of them. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So she knows she's still young. She knows she's still attractive, and it's like she probably can put herself in a mental space of if I was just walking by myself, there probably would be somebody who stopped me or this cashier guy that you know what I mean is. Is is not making eye contact with me. He probably he might be treating me differently. Yeah, but it's a it's 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 a human emotion. I don't, I think everyone's corny for. I mean, I like the memes. I mean, obviously, it entertains the day, but it's also like I, you know, what I mean, like I, that's just what the internet is. Yeah, it, it's too easy. 
Yeah. To get on a computer and, and type crazy shit to it's this lady who's being vulnerable. Exactly. And that's all it was. She was being honest and I respect it. Imagine, half of, imagine if the instant, the, all this shit existed back in the late 90s. How, how many people would be getting roasted after an uh, episode on Oprah or some shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Matter of yeah. fact, Tom Cruise got roasted. Yeah, yeah, people still bring up like Michael Jordan and um, what Charles Barkley interview on Oprah and shit Michael Jordan said and try to make memes out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like people, yeah, shit exists, bro. Um, speaking of though, uh, we brought up Lauren London a second ago. Speaking of the the, the Nipsey Hustle tragedy, um, the 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 drama continues. Uh, this week, lawyer Christopher Darden, uh, has removed himself from the case. Chris um, Darden, man. Yeah. He put a statement out on Twitter basically says, saying he removed himself from the case due to death threats to him and his family uh, for defending Eric Holder. That's nuts. <laughs> Which part <laughs> of it? The fact that people are death threats? Like, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that, that's nuts. Yeah. Before the death, death threats thing, though, I'm going to separate the death threats from, from it and say that the fact that Chris Darden always finds him or, or for another moment finds himself in a position where he's opposing uh, like a black hero in California. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like how cra- crazy is that? Like already he was opposing OJ Simpson and like it or not, he was a black hero for that moment when, mm-hmm. when, after he killed his, his ex-wife. Not, well, let me rephrase. He's not a hero not for because that. he killed yeah. his ex-wife. <laughs> not for that reason. But he, yeah. was, he was in opposition to the police at the time. So I was like, you know what? OJ's black He's opposing the police. I'm going to get behind him because I feel like this is my only way to get an L, like a, a vicarious L. I mean, excuse me, the only way to get a W, uh, to get a win vicariously through O.J. Simpson. And mm-hmm. on the other side of that is Chris Darden. Now it's like, yo, this dude, Nipsey Hussle, pretty much is try- was trying to, is in the works of fixing up the community, bringing some e- economic development, jobs and all that type of shit. He was murdered and who was defending his murderer? Chris Darden. When I saw his name in the newspaper, I couldn't believe it was him. I was like, oh, there's another dude named Chris Darden. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Same dude. Yeah, man. I was hoping it was Christoph Darden. <laughs> Chris Darden, man. Russian public defender. <laughs> Russian public defender. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I just didn't get it. I'm like, is, and I don't get it. Was, was he a public defender? Or he's just I don't think public? so. No. Yeah, that's what I was, I was thinking that too. Like, he can't be cheap, right? Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. And he wasn't a defense attorney, <laughs> unless he switched. So he was a criminal. You know I mean? He was a criminal attorney. So a lot of criminal, a lot of, as long as you were in criminal law, you could you could advocate for the the prosecution or the defendant. So oh, okay. I get that All part. Right. That happens a lot. One of my one time I was with a lawyer, and he told me a lot of he knows some of the like the people in the prosecutor's office because he says that when they're ready to make real money, then they go into private industry. Oh, okay, I got you. So they switched from the prosecution to the defense, right? Kinda, I got you. Um, but basically, Chris Darden put a release on um social media saying, um, "I'm on my way to appear for the last time in the People versus Holder." Um, I filed a motion to withdraw from the case. I thought I should tell you, my friends, first, um, before anyone else. As for my reasons for withdrawing, I do not know whether I will disclose them later or not. Uh, I only know that as a lawyer, it is my duty to protect the rights of my clients. Even in the face of threats or angry mobs, um, 
allow I'm I'm skipping ahead here because it's kind of long, but allow me to say this: after centuries of black men hung from trees without trial, or after thousands of cases of black men tried, convicted, and executed without counsel, after Gideon versus Wainwright and Powell versus Alabama, I cannot understand why in 2019 some people would deny a black man his Sixth Amendment right to counsel of his choice. Or why defending such a man should invite threats not only to me but against my children too. Um, these days, these cowards don't send letters. Instead, they sit anonymously behind keyboards, threatening a man's mother and and children. And some folks think it's funny. It isn't, and I won't ever forget it. To those who issued uh, threats to my How children, long is this, pay- this, this statement. <laughs> oh, this this long. He went on. But basically, um, to those who issued, I'll end it here. To those who issued threats to my children, please pay close attention so there's no misunderstanding later. Fuck you. <laughs> As for me, That's I continue to thrive. <laughs> but this is the part that got that, that got me mad. He ends it saying, um, "Thank you again to my good friends. The struggle continues. Thank you." Like, come on, son. The struggle, like, <laughs> I feel like, come on. You, you took Lipsy's. The marathon continues, and you had to you had to make it your own little thing. Yeah, <laughs> but like, come on, man. Like, I don't know what to say to this guy. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody was really gonna kill him over it, but I don't know. I never had rolling forty Crips threatening me. Right. <laughs> I might have uh, behaved the same way Christopher Darden did if that was the case. But yeah, like you, the same question: Why'd you take the case in the first place? You know what I mean? That's interesting. What was it about? Because uh, what if the victim was white? Would people what, be would mad cri- about it? Mm, mm. Would people be mad that Christopher Darden's defending him? Yeah, I mean, and especially given the his statement, like his reasons for leaving the case, like yeah. what if the victim was was white? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. in a way, he's oh, oh oh no oh my fault. You said the victim was white. Oh, I thought you meant the shooter. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. What if the victim was white? Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they still I'm be mad that he's the advocate because like his in a vacuum, his points are correct. Like with all the years of black men being accused of stuff. For, mm-hmm. for like capital offenses, rape and murder and all that stuff, falsely accused or they're accused, but they don't have represent, proper representation. I don't think people would be, no, because unless this this white dude was just, you know, like a huge hero in the black community, like uh, even if? the Kennedys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, I don't think people would have given him such a hard time. Yeah. But it's like the the Nipsey... There was a ton of people who loved Nipsey. Then there was a ton of people who just hopped on the bandwagon because, you know what I mean? <laughs> Loving Nipsey was, was looked like the thing to do at the time. And then, you know what I'm saying? So it it, uh, it, it was a huge wave of uh, uh, emotion going the opposite way of what Chris Darden was doing. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, like, um, the you know, so I believe Louis Farrakhan is, is just got banned from Facebook along with a bunch of other people. I heard, I heard about that. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, so basically it's banned because the Facebook's been been tightening up on people who say crazy shit on Facebook. So they yeah. have, they they evaluate their terms and conditions, and evaluate these people's accounts and their messages against the terms and conditions, and realize that Louis Farrakhan says crazy shit. Okay. And, but a lot of black people are defending it. Like he's been saying crazy shit for years. You know what I'm saying? People are defending him. His right to say crazy shit or people defending exactly. Facebook. Exactly. Okay. But I'm not going to compare what he says to like, uh, there's a lot of white nationalists and yeah. then Louis Farrakhan. So I'm not going to compare his messages, but he has said some quite, quite some divisive stuff. Mm-hmm. So, For why, while, you know, but they're defending him. Like, he's like, why, why defend him? You know what I'm saying? 
Why? Oh, why defend his statements? If you why defend his statements? Why def- defend his right to express them on on Facebook in that way? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's interesting how yeah, yeah, yeah you know, because no, you, you sympathize like, with a person, so you say, all right, well, I'll defend them. Like they are right, and everyone else is is wrong. I'm sure there's some some uh, skinheads is like, man, why they take them dudes off Facebook? Facebook's not interesting anymore now. Well, yeah, well, it, it's um, it's like the Megan McCain and and Seth Myers. They had like a little altercation on their show, um, where Seth Myers is like upset that she's anti uh, Ilian Omar and that she's bringing up her comments, um, trying to tie it in with the local syn- with well, sorry, a recent synagogue shooting, and the, her, you know, what I mean, her way of tying it in is like, oh, well, so if you're in support of her, are you in support of her her statements? Do you think she's anti nine? You know what I'm saying? Do you think what she said is anti nine eleven? Are you anti nine eleven? Mm-hmm. Are you anti-Semitic, uh, and it's like, no, you could defend someone's right to say something, not necessarily defend what they're saying, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I think Christopher Darwin should be allowed to defend Eric Holder. It doesn't affect me going to sleep or how my day goes, you know what I'm saying, whether he defends him or not. Like, that's, that's his, his his right to make money as a lawyer, and that's Eric Holder's right as a um, citizen of this country to have representation. Do I think it's corny? It's corny as hell. <laughs> but it's like you still should have the right to do corny shit sometimes like yeah. and that's just yeah. so like people. yeah and the case is kind of open and shut <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. like this ain't like the OJ case where you know what I'm saying like the police could fuck this one up my man is on video you know what I'm saying like he, he, they had him from the jump so it's like it, but if Christopher Darden want to make a little bit of money defend him whatever the case may be I don't give man, a fuck Christopher Darden, Darden did the KD thing he said man they bust my ass I'm joining their team <laughs> <laughs> you coming Marsha <laughs> <laughs> shit man fuck it though that's episode 61 man another one in the books brother racking these shit so we on our way to a hundo yeah <laughs> man what's uh what where can people find you at on social media, Keith? I know you be switching it up on the people, but where can they find you at this week on social media? Yeah, you can find me on IG, same as usual. Me and my underscore thirty five. Bang bang. How's the Twitter? The Twitter still popping? You gave up on it? Twitter? Still no, popping? I didn't give up on it. I, I don't think okay. I, I. I'm old man. I can't. I can't figure out how to use it to this full potential. <laughs> but it's interesting what? though. I, I mostly join Twitter because of all the Game of Thrones shit that's on it. Oh, okay. You know what my thing with Twitter is? Um, not to get off track, I consume a lot more Twitter than I put out. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I don't necessarily need to tweet, but it's entertaining to just look at it sometimes to see the tweets and I catch up on news and shit like that on Twitter. Yeah, and shit like that. But yeah, no, I, I could definitely see people being involved and not necessarily putting shit out there. But um, you can catch me on Twitter at DJ Playboy. You can catch me on Instagram at Plickapeezy. P l i c c a p e z y you can listen, uh, actually follow the the podcast Instagram uh, at Perfect Talk Radio. We do the damn thing up there. Stay tuned. Um, social media hard though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> social, social media sometimes it's hard to just keep up with everything you're doing and put it on social media. Shout out to people out there who are like nice as fuck at that shit. <laughs> like shout out to y'all. Y'all are the the, the revolutionaries and the pioneers of this shit. Cause sometimes that shit is just. I'm, maybe I'm getting old. Maybe that's just proof I'm getting old. I'm like this shit is a task. Yeah, y'all the real MVPs. <laughs> uh, also, I have a uh, big, big, massive radio show on the Mixcloud app and Mixcloud.com. It's called The Night Shift. Make sure you tune in and check it out. Give it a like. Give it a listen. Tell a friend to tell a friend. The Night Shift. Uh, follow DJ Plick a Playboy on Mixcloud. You can keep up with everything, every episode I got dropping on there. 
man. That's about it. That was a mouth of shit. Damn, that's a lot. <laughs> but we got a lot of things going on. Oh, got the website coming soon, too. So um, in a couple of weeks, we're going to get that up and popping. Give y'all some information about that. If you want to go back and listen to some classic episodes, you know, obviously you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, and the SoundCloud uh, website or app. But uh, soon you can just find us on our website. So coming soon, keep an eye out for that. And uh, shit, you got anything else popping, though? Nah, man. Nah, we up out of this bitch, man. Say goodbye to the people, dog. Peace. Peace.